Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? Oi, what's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye, you'll find I'm in VG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a roof? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. Uh, For example, this week we're looking for the best driving, not racing game. Uh, Really, really specific. Uh, Some of the best games ever made are just about cutting about in a motor vehicle without any sort of competitive element. Euro Truck Simulator, for example, outside of the fact that it's ostensibly about managing a haulage company, it's actually about just driving massive trucks along pleasant routes in Europe, seeing the sights, driving to places you've been on holiday and going, I've been there and oh yeah, they actually did put that bridge in etc. Speaking of things that are lethargic and vaguely underwhelming while having an unfathomably uh, devoted fan base, I'm joined today by Tom Ory. We're also joined today by regular Sharif Saeed. And for the first time on this podcast, uh, he's a (laughs) presenter, he's a writer, he's a Dungeons and Dragons aficionado, he's even a racing driver in his spare time. So he's eminently qualified to talk about this. It's Mike Channel from Outside Xbox and uh, some other things. How you doing, Mike? I'm good, thanks. I'm glad we finally got the financial arrangements sorted out so I could join this podcast. <laughs> Just wiring you £30,000 yeah, from the exactly. VG247 budget. I'm sorry, Saeed, we have to let you go. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's really nice to have you on. Uh, we previously worked together on a little thing called Top Gear Gaming that nobody watched. Um, did. So it's, I watched uh, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sharif watched guy. it. Yeah, you're the uh, one guy. It was, I watched it on, on Facebook, I think it was. Uh, yeah, if, you had to. <laughs> I thought it was—I thought it was a really cool idea. Uh, uh, yeah. Honestly, poorly executed. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was great in concept. It's just extremely poorly executed. <laughs> no, I just uh, at that point in time, I was like, Top Gear was was on top was, was top of the mind, and this idea of like, oh, we're doing a thing that's for a quote unquote younger audience was like, oh, this is I, this appeals to me. I like this, and then it nice. disappeared off the face of the earth. And then years later, uh, I have somehow. Yeah. Uh, you know, worked yeah. with Jim Trink and, you know, <laughs> these are very kind words. Thank yeah. you. He, uh, he worked with Jim Trinker. That's, uh, that's, that's, that was the takeaway Mike had from it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've not worked with Mike. I've, I've, I've been a fan from a distance, but, you know, I've not met him. Uh, you know, I'm not, you know. Yeah. Why uh, being so nice? Am like being... 10 meters or? Why is this just niceness, Jim? You introduced it. He's our, he's uh, I was guest. like, I'm like sluggish. I don't know what else it was. Something horrendous and mean. And then Mike was just like all his lifetime achievements back to back. Yeah. He's so wonderful. Did you just make this topic just yeah, for Mike? This is Mike's. Uh, Mike's a really talented broadcaster and a very busy man. And him being here, I've been broadcasting like, for twenty know. years, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Lots and lots uh, of uh, dedicated fans. <laughs> yeah, the one Welsh guy who keeps shouting at me every time you don't win. That's mm. that's your most dedicated. Five of them fan. being played yeah. by James Bachelor. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. characters and different voices. Yeah, exactly. 
Right, okay. So, uh, yeah, the topic is uh, the best driving game, not racing game. That's a very important distinction because a lot of people don't understand that distinction. Do you agree, Mike? I do, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. There are definitely driving games and racing games. And when we got on to my own chosen choice, you'll discover that I've picked the platonic ideal of a driving, not racing game. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I basically zeroed in, laser-guided, picked the correct answer, which means that everyone else's answers are by definition, wrong. Very well, that's... Uh, but the pan on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to decide. The pan on the jump tinker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've been given total... I've been given all the power here by Tom Ari, which he regrets every week. Okay, uh, first of all, uh, let's hear from Sharif, because you haven't been on for a few weeks, so um, let's... Uh, uh, no. So I've been missing you, Sharif. So, um, uh, me too, yeah. I have been missing the podcast. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, you started at the beginning saying driving games, Euro Truck Simulator, uh, and all that stuff that immediately comes to mind when you're thinking, oh, we're driving. Uh, I, I think that's a fair uh, way to look at it. Uh, and I think you could also lump in games like Mud Runner into it. Uh, yeah, although, absolutely. in fairness, they're more kind of like puzzle games where you have a car as a tool. So not quite applicable. Uh, but I, when I think of this, or when I, when I was thinking of an answer to this, I wanted something to have the the spirit of racing, which is like the fast-paced action, the excitement of racing, uh, but without actually racing. Which, just to be clear, and I, you know, I don't like to get pedantic, even though I want an episode entirely by being grammatically correct. Uh, <laughs> I want to be clear that re- racing is you want to be as high up the field when that checker flag goes up as possible. Right, you want to shave seconds off your time. You're either racing a ghost, like so. It's basically all about time and placement. It doesn't matter what else you do. So none of like nothing around it matters. If you're number yeah. one, it's better than being number two. That's all there is to it, right? Uh, no matter how you dress it or like you know. Uh, but my pick is a game where you're driving fast and you're in the spirit of like the racing and having all the action around you, but you're not racing. Uh, uh, and I'll explain why. So my pick is Onrush, uh, which is a game from the Evolution Studios. Uh, technically, mm-hmm. not under the name Evolution Studios, because when uh, Sony realized they're just too interesting for their uh, portfolio, they sacked them. And so <laughs> uh, immediately afterwards, they joined Codemasters, which is obviously the, the premier name of UK Racing, uh, and pitched this new IP. So Onrush is... What if a Call of Duty match was on wheels? It's not a racing game. You are in a car, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You are driving at really fast speeds. Uh, In fact, it has maybe some of the best sense of speed in any video game that I have ever played. Uh, But what if it's instead of like, okay, Call of Duty has, you know, King of the Hill style modes, headquarters, these things. What if that was the objective? And so every single mode in that game was a team points-based thing that resembles something from an arcade shooter. Uh, where it's like, okay, we're trying to all get into this circle, and as the longer you stay in this moving field, uh, uh, the hot, the more points you generate for your team. Uh, and on top of that, you have the element of action to it, which is ramming cars. Uh, there was a mechanic where you, uh, I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically, if you line up your jump just enough with another player and crush them from above, that was a, like, that was a thing that you could do. You could just do flips off ramps to kick people off the track. So it had an element of like burnout to it uh, and some really, really cool destruction physics and destruction models on cars. Uh, and I love that it was just 
uh, it was almost too original for its own good. Uh, uh, it, it didn't, it never made it to PC. Yeah. Which is a real shame. They shut online servers, like, I think about a year ago now, which is funny that we're talking about this now. Uh, you can still play it offline, but basically every single mode, they had the mode where it's like, okay, what if uh, you hit these very tight gates? So everyone is like fighting to get to hit these side gates and like knocking each other off the track. It's like, okay, what if you were to, uh, like I talked about the the, the, the moving field before, uh, and it's like, okay, what if we were to instead hunt down other players and they had like this really sort of cool comeback mechanic where uh, the worse you did, the better cars you got. And so everything was just respawn based. Like it was, it's like, again, like a Call of Duty match. It, this sounds incredible. It is incredible. And it was incredible. And it had like some really impressive tech around at 60 FPS on uh, the rickety old PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, I own it on both, both platforms because I loved it so much. Uh, I can't believe and, this. Uh, and so unfortunately it didn't, didn't do well for, for them. It had like the, 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 some of the things around the experience, it had some issues at launch and the menus looked like Overwatch menus, which is if you're listening or watching this, you'll know exactly what I mean. Uh, yeah, some yeah. really superfluous, like, uh, 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 here, here is like a hat for your dude. And it's like, oh, you're, you're, <laughs> sure. Okay, man. Uh, they wanted like an element of life service to it, but it wasn't like, like poorly monetized. So it was, to my recollection, it was all entirely free. Uh, there wasn't any some insidious like try to pay us money for this, uh, but like go look at uh, 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 gameplay of that game and tell me like you don't watch that and get excited about uh, doing this. Uh, and they had like if you're a little bit of a nerd, like there's a Digital Foundry video where they talk to the team about the engine and how they managed to yeah, like get yeah. 60 FPS and procedural destruction on on these cards. It's yeah, it's such a shame that that game just never. Uh, I mean, you're really selling it to me. I played this game at um, uh, Res uh, the year uh, it was slated to come out mm -hmm. and like, sat down and it was just like, it just, whatever vertical slice they had us playing was just like, it just felt like a, a, a little bit like Destruction Derby maybe. But <laughs> Did you think the driving, kind of... the driving part of it was bad? The driving part. I, just, I, don't, I, I don't remember oh. being particularly blown away by it, but I wonder if it was just not that great a demo because what Sharif's, you, they should have just had you standing there telling people, <laughs> this, this sounds incredible. Sharif's want to play this being now. a really great competitive game, but not a really great driving game. <laughs> sounds but like it's it about this, competition this made... and challenging combat, but then the driving, I didn't really this get made... a sense of driving being racing the key. Racing is about competition. It's the entire point of racing. It's competing with I other know, people. But this is about driving. This is driving, not racing. Yeah. All combat. There's no yeah. combat in the title of this podcast, Sharif. I mean, you don't have a you don't have a gun. You just knock people off the track instead of <laughs> them being all the way down the field and cursing you. It's you, you, you respawn and come back and just do the same thing to them because it's. Is it, I, I, I think, drove. I drove to Nottingham at the weekend. In a was that the experience? Was that was on rush? In, in, in a tiny in a tiny shitty city car. Right, uh, and it was uh, and it was incredible. Basically, a hairdryer doesn't even have a turbocharger on it, and I wow. fucking I loved every wow. second. I, I loved even... every second of fleeing up the motorway. Uh, and that. All about that hairdryer. Aspirated life. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's a great like the, the like a sticker on the back of it. Like instead of like having my other car is whatever. It's like I'm all about that natural. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, I've got to be honest about Unrush. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was rubbish. I'm yeah, that's sorry. A shame. Um, no, that's fine. I I think the problem the problem I have with that game is it didn't have any kind of like rhythm to it or like 
there were no highs and lows. It was just like constantly at, at 11. Mm-hmm. And that's super exciting at the start. But then after a while, you're just like, but where do you, where do you go from here? Um, and yeah. what I would describe it as like, and I, I, you know, sure if you can tell me if this is an inaccurate portrayal, but you know, in a cartoon where like two things are fighting and it's just a, a freaking cloud of like smoke with arms and legs right. coming out. Right. It was that, but with like wheels, <laughs> and that just that just travelled around the circuit. And it's not like it didn't have laps. That was one of the things they were exactly, like, yeah. oh, our our racing game doesn't have laps yeah. or a finish line. And I'm like, well, I like those things because they're a sense of like. <laughs> victory and triumph when you cross them um you're standing so, in your actual racing gear like wow well, you're not selling it to with me with the helmet on and the gloves yeah um so this 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 cloud of cartoon smoke with yeah. cars whizzes around the circuit for like a while until attritionally one team gets slightly more points than the other because the other one's respawned too many times and then the match mm. ends and i was like ah this doesn't do it for me at all you know like i I need i need ups and downs i need like highs and lows triumphs and tragedies right not too many tragedies in a racing game you don't see heads come off or anything but um yeah yeah, i didn't like on rush very much it was fun but um (laughs) yeah i think from a distance it definitely uh, looks exhausting if you're like it's definitely like a good yeah the uh a good mental image is like the the smoke coming out of people just fighting and you don't you're not really sure what's happening but you know like there's some action going on in there uh, I think it can be. Uh, I, I will say the different modes have different uh, levels of escalation. Uh, but yeah, it is constantly at 11. Uh, uh, and as much as I love it, I I can't, like my sessions with it were brief compared to my session was like a Forza or like a, a normal racing yeah. game because because yeah. of that, like because you're constantly have to be like, uh, uh, like on effectively. Uh, but it's fine. Like I do the same thing about for a Call of Duty. I do the same thing with Overwatch because those games like, are competitive games that I'm inherently competitive, so I always go. You know, I, I'm you know big, what I'm... I do think if you if you come at it from us from us from a, uh, the sense that you talked about, where it's like well, this is this this is a, a, a an automotive game, but in the vein mm. of a, of a Call of Duty match, I think it starts yeah. to make a bit more sense. Then Call of Duty is known for its that. driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. All right, Tom. Uh, let's move on. Tom, what is your pick? <laughs> for the best right. driving game not racing game well i was gonna pick euro truck simulator 2 are you holding for applause like what are you in the intro right i didn't ruin that so you ruined it you mentioned euro it truck simulator no 2 if you want but the point i, I was gonna pick right. that because i couldn't think of anything else haven't even played it yeah really outside of like i put it on my, my steam day for about right. five minutes okay so i haven't picked that because <laughs> i thought it would come out that like I haven't played it and I'd lose, right? So <laughs> it would come out. <laughs> someone would reveal it. Will be ruined. Like Steam yeah. power count five minutes or something. Um, but this goes back to this is quite an old game now, and it's linked in my mind to this sort of road trip. His road trip is not really the right term. It was like we just got a car, me and my wife. Mm. Um, because we'd lived in like in a city for a while. We didn't you don't need cars in cities. You just public transport, walk around, etc. Um, we just got a car. So we just used to drive around and go to places we couldn't go before when we moved out city. Um, and we were driving along. Um, this is somewhat relevant before people jump in. I was driving. We were driving along, and we we wanted to get some lunch. So we pulled into um, the supermarket of some some kind right supermarket uh yeah. i can't remember what it was he just pulled into the supermarket i went in my wife stayed in the car she's gonna pop in and get some sandwiches or something walked into the supermarket um and the layout was a bit odd like right when you walk in 
there was like a wall of pastries, right? Mm. Um, and you, you know, like self-serve pastry section. I was just walking past trying to get to the, the sandwich section, which depends on the stores either right at the end or right at the beginning. Usually in supermarkets, it's a bit of an odd setup. But I was walking past the pastries mm. um, and I heard just bizarre. I couldn't quite believe it. I just heard, yeah, do the poo-poo. Do the poo-poo. I was like, what? Do the poo-poo. So I turned like you would yeah. hearing such a thing in a supermarket. And there was uh, a, a, about a two-year-old sat on a potty inside the supermarket next to the pastries doing a poo, right? It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, no one else seemed to care about this incident, even though like literally like the potty was probably less than an arm away from an open display of pastries, croissants, uh, mm. uh, pecan swirls, whatever. I mean, all of it was there, right? I was not buying any pastries yeah. that day. Straight, and I was like, should I tell someone this is happening? Like, literally, a child is pooing next to the pastries. <laughs> no one no one cared at all. It was the most bizarre thing ever. But anyway, my choice is Test Drive Unlimited. <laughs> Got it. Right. Beautiful, artful segue there. I, <laughs> the thing about him, his segues, that they make me feel really good about my preamble because I always feel very long before I get to my game. And I just I just listen to Tom and be like, oh, it's, we did a, drove around in pastries and some poo-poo. Anyway, can I, can I, here's something completely different. Can I can I just clarify the um can I just clarify the link between the pooing child and test drive unlimited? It was, it it was on the road trip. With... It was on the road trip. Right. I, I see. Okay. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Right. I, mean, I, right. I forgot about that. That was just a moment was along so the road trip, right? And Test Drive Unlimited okay. Okay. is a bit like that. Yeah. Like, I know people are going to say it's a racing game. There are races in it. You race, etc. And that mm. is part of it. But mm. Test Drive Unlimited is not a good racing game. The driving model actually is a bit shit. It didn't play that well, actually. But mm. it somehow didn't matter because at the time, um, 360 era, it, like now, open world racing games, like it's like, yeah, there's another one. Like we've had that Four Horizons. Yeah. We've had other games. We just had the Crew, Motorfest, etc. Open world racing games are a thing. You expect them all to be sort of like fine, right? There's loads of stuff to, to explore. They're massive. But back then, this was like a, a kind of, it felt almost like an un, like something we hadn't had before. We had oh, we had stuff yeah, like kind of the similar, of all that. but it felt yeah. like, and they sold it on like this lifestyle. Like you were not just a race, you had a lifestyle. Yeah. You could buy houses, you could get expensive cars. Yeah. And um, I bought into that stuff somewhat. Um, and even though I didn't like racing in it, I spent a long time just driving around, just driving around, um, yeah, where yeah. was it set? Yeah. Somewhere in Hawaii. Is it Hawaii? Yeah, Oahu. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Well, it's got um, the same setting as the Crew Motorfest. I was just going to say, really? just, everything yeah. is uh, full circle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, um, um, so that game came out in the like early era of sort of Xbox 360, Xbox Live. Um, and there was actually a demo. There was like a free demo of that game, which included all the kind of con connected features and online you know, uh, stuff uh, that populated that island with a bunch of other people playing the game um and that was the really really cool thing about it and as you say it was kind of rubbish as a as a racing game the handling model wasn't brilliant but 
the two things it did really really well was impromptu road trips so if you were like cutting about with your mates you know you could just be like oh I'll set a waypoint over there on the other side of the island and we'll drive over there and you just kind of cruise through and you'd be kind of weaving through traffic not really racing but just you know kind of yeah. hanging out together the other thing it did really really well was uh the sense of like ownership of the vehicle so it was one of the earliest vi- uh, video games to allow you to kind of walk around the car open the doors like beat the horn all that kind of nonsense basically so that sense of yeah you'd buy a house and then you'd pick cars that were, were sort of meaningful to you and and you'd feel like you owned them and you pick which one you were going to take out to drive yeah. with your mates so yeah that that sort of set a kind of precedent for that open world racing game that i think series like forza horizon have benefited and built upon since um yeah. and what's interesting yeah. is that the guys who made test drive unlimited were eden that eden studios was the name of that development studio they are now known as ivory tower and they are the folks who make the crew game. So as you say, it's come full mm. circle. Yeah. The crew Motorfest is set in the same location that Test Drive Unlimited was back in the day. It's quite mad that like the crew Motorfest obviously got a lot of like heat when it was first unveiled for basically being like, well, this is just Forza Horizon. What are you doing? It's even got like a, a very a, a very dubiously funded festival that's taken over an entire country. We're on social um, media. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but actually it's probably like Test Drive Unlimited three in in a in a in a way. So yeah. I, mean, really I think crew, basically actually. what Mike is saying there is I've done a really good choice. Sounded like he was he was vouching for it and probably like I think this has backfired, Jim, a little bit in that you're gonna struggle not to pick that now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's I mean I I love I love I love Test Drive Unlimited. I genuinely love it. So, you know, um I've been playing it I've been playing it to compare it to the crew motorfest actually. And uh yeah, so this is this is very difficult for me now. I'm curse you, Tom. Right, okay, Mike. What yes. is the best driving, not racing game, as far as you're now, concerned? Now, this is going to make Tom look amazing because the one I picked <laughs> is actually a the another spiritual sequel to Test Drive Unlimited, which is the original The Crew. Now, my caveats oh. here are: um, it's not a very it's not a brilliant game, but it's a really interesting game. And the stuff it is really good at is that stuff we were talking about, that sense of road trip. Mainly because they, you know, expanded from a small island, not even all of the islands of Hawaii, to the entire continental US. Um, yeah. Is, yeah. is sort of built in this amazing, like, compressed style Um where you know you have a real sense of all the different areas. So if you're up in New England, it's that kind of autumnal, like you know, orange leaves, the fall, yeah. that stuff. But then you'll drive down the coast, and sort of slowly, imperceptibly, it will you know change and evolve and turn into like you know this sort of sun-cracked asphalt of Florida uh, and, and palm trees and things like that. And then you'll you know maybe you'll head west then, and you'll end up in the bayou with like you know near Louisiana and stuff like that. And then all of the cities are, all of the major cities are sort of expanded enough that they feel like meaningful spaces as well. So although the entire thing's compressed, you don't just get like one or two streets of New York. You get a meaningfully sized version of New York and a meaningfully sized version of Los Angeles and Las Vegas and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just think like in terms of atmosphere and in terms of enabling those sorts of road trips with your mates in that kind of always connected environment, that is like the pinnacle, I think, of 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 what they managed like the crew two 
arguably a better game, more structured game, um, better handling, things like that. But actually, I think it lost a bit in so far as it had sort of... Um, it had like seasonal weather changes and stuff. And I think you actually, mm. you lost that sense of like heading to Colorado and all of a sudden everything's snowy. And, you know, there was a sense of a real transition. It felt a bit more sort of, mm. I don't know, like canned and pre-authored, but in a way that that felt sort of cinematic and kind of Hollywood. You'd have these moments where yeah, you're, yeah. you know, drifting through a, a, a sort of great redwood forest through the mist or you're, you know, you're, you're coming down the mountain uh, and, you know, in the middle of the night and then you see sort of Vegas all lit up and sort of rising up to meet you. And it's just, it had all those kind of really atmospheric moments that the great road trips are made of, you know, those memories you make where, you know, it just so happens you're in the car and the sun's setting and the sky looks incredible. And you've got the sea to one side and mountains to the other, all that kind of stuff. The crew does brilliantly. And the reason I described it as the platonic ideal of a driving game, not a racing game, is the racing is shit garbage. It's terrible. It's got all these weird, like, MMO mechanics yeah. and, like, awful rubber banding to the point where, like, if your car isn't specced up to the correct spec for that race because you haven't done enough grinding, it's it's nearly impossible to win because they'll just drive away from you. It's, it's so bo- broken and busted, like... As a, as a sort of like racing game that the only thing you can do is hang out with your mates on this incredible, like one of gaming's greatest open world maps of all time. Um, and I do think I've been playing a bit of the Crew Motorfest and I think it does a really good job of being Forza Horizon, but I don't think it does a great job of being the crew, if mm. that makes sense. And mm-hmm. actually, I think that sense of scale is a really key thing about that, that made the crew like brilliant fun. And I think it's lost a bit going back down to a more sort of compact uh, game map. I'd love the, them to have tackled like mainland Europe, for example. Or, yeah. You know, something of, something of a similar scale with a similar sense of variety and evolution as you sort of travel around. But yeah, it's a, it's a rubbish racing game. It's got an awful storyline as well. Like oh, the, my God. The main, the main <laughs> you character, take that back. <laughs> the, the, main, <laughs> the main character, an undercover cop who like looks like the most... Undercover cop, undercover cop. You've ever I think seen. voiced He's by like, Troy Baker. Voiced by Troy Baker. Indeed, yes. he looks. A, he looks too. Si- I think it's because it's a French development team, and they're like, "What does a street race look like?" <laughs> well, stylish, obviously. Like, can you imagine this guy pulling up to a McDonald's car park at the start of a street race, and they're like, "Who's this urbane motherfucker?" Like, you know. But, just, uh, but they're all wearing tracky bottoms and you know prison white sneakers, probably. Like, but you were infiltrating a gang, the hierarchy of which was on V engines. So I think the yeah, top was exactly. a V6 or a V8. I think that's I, fucking I will allow that. Yeah, super, that was, great. That was yeah, super yeah. dumb and amazing. And I don't think, cause like if you're a racing gang, it's just not going to be like some, oh, I'm Toretto. No, I'm the V6. It's like, yeah. oh no, you say that and you know immediately where he stands in the hierarchy of the gang. I That was so, super dumb. But yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And uh, yeah, I but I, I really like that game. And I'm a bit of an apologist for it. Mainly because of, you know, most of the mechanics can go in the bin, but that map, bunch of friends, grab your car that you've, you've sort of built up and, and kind of cultivated because you can't afford to buy any of the other cars because they're all microtransactioned out the wazoo. But like that, that sense of just rolling around and, and driving between cities, it went from that test drive unlimited thing of like, oh, I'll set a waypoint on the other side of the island and we'll drive there to, all right, let's go coast to coast or, you know, let's drive from like, you know, all the way up in Seattle, all the way down to like San Diego or whatever. Um, so it, it, I just think in terms of that, like racing, not driving, if you're being that like specific about it, I think the crew is probably the game. 
Yeah, that I one's mean, good I guess, too, though, you know. Yeah, I quite like the crew as well. Sadly, it's, to it's... back to to be like agreeing with Mike, I I think I played the crew for eighty hours or something. Probably, yeah. Has some you, of the you, like you it does have some of the like... worst racing. Like I remember, had like some endurance races that were just like the worst thing I'd ever played in my life. Um, yeah, yeah, I got to the yeah. point where I was like just doing like end game stuff and i was like maximum level and i was just like three hour long i'm gonna do these annoying horrible long races and i was just at that point i just gave up but when i wasn't doing that it was it was surprisingly fun and i for a while it was all i played in my spare time the crew which i like yeah had something about it that was just a bit different but yeah it basically is it's like evolved from test drive so I think that's the. We're both the, right, is what you're saying. I mean, I think there's someone that's <laughs> yeah, wrong yeah. for sure on this podcast, <laughs> and two people that have had like good choices. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I've got to pick something now. So, uh, uh, my memory of the crew one, like the crew one, yeah, uh, the, the sense of I just I'm, the uh, they had uh, honestly they were the ones the first ones to use the term car PG uh, <laughs> in the, the, the pre-release. Uh, and that's probably central to what made the racing really bad in that game because you had to basically, it was a numbers game. It was just like stats uh, uh, in a car and it never felt good. Uh, they have never completely abandoned that in, the t- in 2 and Motorfest, but I feel like they have a, a, a different approach to it. Uh, but my memory of that game is this was the era uh, of, the era of uh, Ubisoft putting towers and everything. And so yeah, they had yeah, to have yeah. towers in the crew to reveal parts of the map and so you would just drive to the tower i think and I remember, that was it and i was I like remember that coming in and you in didn't video need gamer. to do this <laughs> yeah when we when me and tom were at video gamer the crew came in and i remember we had been joking for a while about how like, well the crew's obviously going to have towers where you unlock bits of the map and and other people were like yeah, look it's not but it's not like that sort of game is it that's daft and then we we booted it up and that's the first thing it gets you to do is unlock a bit of the map yep, and yep. it was just like guys <laughs> who is the exec at ubisoft who's like you gotta have towers like um <laughs> So yeah, that was uh, that was interesting. But yeah, yeah. it's a, a, a great game if you don't do any of the game stuff, basically. Right. right okay. It's just yeah. an idea. Of- <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Okay. I've got to pick something now. Turns out you do actually give way to the right. Um, okay, so I've got to pick uh, something out of two really good choices for this topic. <laughs> <laughs> Sharif, I can't believe this. Right, on onrush sounds great the way you describe it, right? But the way everyone else describes it, it doesn't. <laughs> I think they struggled. I think they struggled with selling it. I feel like the the. the uh, they just did, I don't, I don't want to say they didn't know what they had because they clearly did. Uh, but I just, it's one of those things where how do you sell this to people? 
Uh, I feel like they should have leaned a little bit harder into the scene. They should have just scene. fucking said what you said, because I, I was really pumped. I was really uh, pumped until Mike came in and destroyed it. This is a, <laughs> this is a, this is this is a driving game. Or, or they could have just said something, say like, "This is a racing game without the racing." Uh, uh, yeah. Or like had like tried to lean in. I don't know how much they could play with like the name Call of Duty, given that it's a different company. Uh, but I, I feel like they could have because it just it evokes so many different. Sorry, excuse me. So many similar. Uh, feelings from like a competitive match in, in a Call of Duty, uh, just on wheels and fast and 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 yeah, as Mike said, it can be exhausting because it's always on like at eleven. Uh, but that's what I liked about it and, and how original that idea was because people like I, I really like just like genre melding in games. You're just and you're just too extreme a guy, Sharif. I think for this. I, I'm just <laughs> I live life in a fast lane, Jim. Yeah, always yeah, exactly. <laughs> this, this guy's got a turbo uh, fast lane. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so basically, right? Uh, apologies, Sharif, but now the choice is basically between what is a better game, Test Drive Unlimited, or the original The Crew. And I'm. Uh, I'm you can genuinely... have that be a different episode. That's not. That's not the title of this episode. I will contest that. <laughs> <laughs> I am genuinely, I'm genuinely torn between those two choices because, as demonstrated, I love Test Drive Unlimited, but when it's a racing game, it's. I mean, it's a racing game, but like, the, why are the, you collecting cars in it? The the thing about Test Drive Unlimited is the life sim stuff and just yeah and and cutting about is. Is just as it is. It's it's the most interesting thing, and it's really witty. Test Drive Unlimited as well, and it's got that intro where you arrive at Honolulu Airport and you kind of pick your character from a lineup of people who've just got off the plane. It's it's a little bit similar to the Crew Motorfest intro, actually, except in that you're picking from a lineup of like influencer sort of Instagram tossers. Yeah, okay. But in but in in Test Drive Unlimited, it's like a group of people who. Um, who are checking in at the airport uh, at immigration and everyone you don't pick uh, fumbles and, and can't find their passport as your character sort of swans through the gate. <laughs> and it's it's just really like, it's it's got a wit about it that that uh, certainly the crew games don't really have. Right? <laughs> um, Not intentionally, at least. No, no. Um, I, this is going to sound like I'm making a case for Tom. But one of the first missions you get in Test Drive Unlimited, you get given the keys to a Ferrari Enzo, which yeah. is like one of the fastest cars in the game. But you're told that every time you crash it, like you're going to lose a bunch of money from the delivery fee. So one of the first things you end up doing in Test Drive Unlimited is driving a Ferrari Enzo extremely slowly, obeying <laughs> all of the traffic signals. <laughs> and if there is, if there is nothing more driving, not racing than that, I think probably. Yeah, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's 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 a it's a brilliant it's a brilliant driving game basically. Um, so I'm uh, I'm torn. I think the crew is a fantastic like driving game. And me uh, in in a previous life when me and Tom were a video gamer, we did infamously we did a video called the crew gameplay 1080p and it was it was everyone who worked at the website sitting on a couch pretending to have a road trip across the u.s which demonstrates what you were saying mike it was like and it was it was a great video and like at one point we stopped to get ice cream and it was just like what a look at that video it was it was wonderful. Sadly, I don't think it exists anymore because the people who currently own it deleted it for some reason, not oh, no. to themselves. Um, but it was uh, we drove we drove from uh, Manhattan. Uh, we, we drove from Times Square to 
to LA to the uh, the conference center where E3 happens. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. And uh, I, I've got really fond memories of that trip. And it takes like 45 minutes to an hour, I think, to drive across that map. Yeah, the yeah, map is long. enormous. Mm. Um, so like I've had genuinely had a really great road trip experience with that game without without leaving a single room um so most yeah of the iconic road trips like the most of the iconic hollywood road trips at least are yeah. on on the continental us so you can yeah, do yeah, yeah. highway one up the the, the has West it got route 66 uh yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah it's got route 66 it's got the kind of if you did the uh Times square to la that's basically like the old cannonball run that they used to do across yeah, the country yeah, yeah, yeah. um from sea to shining sea so yeah it's it all those kind of like hollywood memories of road trips mm. can be sort of recreated with your mates yeah it's great it's it's brilliant right i think uh i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to mike tom yes. But uh, Tom's going to be raging because he's like, every time we've got a guest, you give it to them. <laughs> but I, I, but but you know, I think I think I think Mike has genuinely earned it this time, wouldn't you agree, Tom? Was that because Mike spoke last? I think you're just so easily swayed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the last person to speak mentioned the game that won. Hmm. I wonder how that happened. <laughs> yeah, but I also gave you an absolute gimme with that Ferrari Enzo thing, and you still didn't win. So. Yeah, because yeah, if, yeah, exactly. if you'd finished with that, a different outcome, right, Jim? <laughs> I just want to say, like, all both of these are still racing games at their core. Like, at some point, you're going to get into, you're gonna get into a race. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I'm genuinely surprised, actually, Mike, as well, because I thought you were going to go for OutRun 2. Um, I mean, our run two is brilliant. I, yeah. I probably should have done, but I thought I'd pick the, you know, the it's thing the is... It's the racing that... games, though. It's not, it's a driving game. But, no, no, it's not. What are you doing? <laughs> are you just driving around? You, yeah. can, you, can just do, you can do that in any game. I could just load up Forza Horizon 4 and go around the tiny bit of Scotland they have there. I don't care. That's, that's not a racing game, then. No. Yeah. But actually, Forza Horizon 4 is one of the worst driving games because it makes you drive in Edinburgh, which is one of the worst experiences. <laughs> I love it because it's, I love I love driving around the UK in that game. I should have picked that if that's the thing. You talked a little bit about like the open fields of the UK and like you all these definitely wouldn't have won because I have a personal vendetta against Fuck the city you. of Edinburgh. <laughs> right. Okay. So, uh, right. Mike Channel's won and, uh, and, and will forever have a point in our leaderboard. <laughs> one single one. point. Um, thank you very much for listening please uh, leave us a five star review on our podcast uh, platform of choice even though we we, we generally don't deserve it Uh, I think we've got a really worthy winner this time uh, despite all the uh, as opposed to all the other times where I've just picked something crap to annoy Tom so (laughs) you know I think I think I think it's it's worked out really well Um, and uh, yeah Mike where can we find you as if people watching don't already know uh, I am available on uh, youtube.com slash outside Xbox. Yeah. And occasionally on Outside Extra as well. Yeah. And also um, Ox Venture, which. Yes. Uh, if you like tabletop stuff, that's yeah. where we are doing all of that. It's a really, 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 really complicated guy. You know, on, on the one hand, you like <laughs> going. You like going really fast. And on the other hand, you like playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is the slowest fucking thing on the planet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim, it's about take- balance. I contain yeah. multitudes. So. It's balance, you know? <laughs> all right, okay. Thanks very much, everyone. I'll speak to you later. Later. Let's all do a wave. Bye. 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 <laughs>